0: Yo, yo, yo. What is up, mi gente? What's good, everybody? What's good? We're back. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to episode 25 of the Good Days Only podcast. Welcome back. If you are a repeat listener, thank you. Appreciate you. If it's your first time tuning in, welcome. Welcome. Dude, it's episode 25. It's been a minute since episode 24. Yeah. Yeah. But also, dude, it's been a minute since the beginning of the journey. The Good Days Only podcast been around for a hot sec now. One year. It's going to be the one year anniversary. Right now is the weekend. It'll be. Um, what is it today? Today is the 18th. The first episode of the Good Days Only podcast came out, I think, September 19th last year. And this one will be coming out on the 20th. You know, it's about the year. You know, not exact. But that is insane cuz the year has flown by. We've had some good ass coffees on here too. Had some good vibes, had some awesome people come on here and chat a little bit about their life and uh it's it's been awesome. And it's been awesome learning along this whole process about coffee, about just podcasting in general. And um it's been really cool. Thank you for rocking with your boy. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Uh, if you do want to help support the Good Days Only podcast, check out that link in the GDO uh, Instagram page. There, the BuyMeACoffee.com. And let's get into today's episode. We got a good episode today. All right, we got a good episode today. It's number twenty-five. And with that, you know, if you've been tuning in, every five episodes we do a caffeine giveaway. All right. So stay tuned to find out who the winner of the fifth ever caffeine giveaway was. And um, it's Hispanic Heritage Month out here. It's uh, the leaves are changing. It's turning into fall. It's about to be winter. You know how your boy feels about the snow. It's almost spooky season. There's a lot of stuff right now. There's a lot of stuff. Um, But anyways, let's get into the caffeine breakdown. Dude, and today, today, today for the caffeine breakdown, we're going to keep this streak alive. Keep the streak alive with these grade A motherfucking caffeines, all right? Um, Today, today we travel. Today we travel. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and imagine. Unless you're driving. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. But where are we going? Close your eyes and just imagine. Virginia. That's right. Red Rooster Coffee Roasters hitting us with their single origin Nicaragua beans. Now, okay, Nicaragua, I can imagine that that could be a destination place. Virginia, no offense to anybody that lives there. I don't know if I know anybody that lives there. I don't know if I've ever met anyone from Virginia. I don't know. I'm just talking, talking trash. It might be a nice place to live. I don't know. I do like their state bird, though. The Red Cardinal. Very nice. Very nice. Maybe something to do with the inspiration for the Red Rooster. I wonder. I don't know. But uh, anyways, yeah, back to the roaster here. Taking good care of our coffee, our people, our farmers, and our planet. That's what they say over there at Red Rooster Coffee on the East Coast. Established in, ooh, excuse me. Let me get a little sip sip right here. What was that? I don't know. All right. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yep. That's a delectable cup of gel right there. Actually, I'm already really caffeinated. I've had like a half a cup and uh, I'm already feeling this one. Red rooster coffee roasters hitting us hard, hitting us hard. Established in 2010. So about 11 years ago in downtown Floyd, Virginia, it says population. 432 i don't know that's that's a pretty small town somebody fact check that i'm not sure um but that's what it says on their uh on their uh, on their page right here red rooster was created with the simple notion of roasting excellent coffee for the owner's existing coffee house Soon, word of red roasters, red roasters, red Roosters quality spread around Virginia and up and down the East Coast. Today, we employ 30 people, while that's half the damn population in Floyd, Virginia, just about, uh, while roasting some of the best coffee in the world. While we've won numerous awards and accolades for our coffee quality, our true passion is in making a positive social impact both at home, and abroad at the coffee's origin dang nice nice i love that message spreading some positivity i like it i like it red rooster coffee nice um so they haven't been allowed around for too long what is up with my speech today i can't talk um they haven't really been around for too long but uh, they already making some moves out here in the coffee game all right. For this, this delectable cup of Joe right here, this uh, Nicaragua single origin. Uh, let's see what they say here. A delightful, fully washed coffee sourced from family owned farms organized around central multiple service cooperative, better known as. Uh, and this one, I don't know if it's Prodecoop or Prodecoop, Coop. P-R-O-D-E-C. Oh, Prode maybe. Prodecoop. <laughs> I don't know. The initial coffee processing takes place on the individual farms. Sun drying and final processing takes place at the co-op's dry mill. Uh, Las Segovias, maybe. Located in the town of, oh my goodness, Palasaguina, I think is probably maybe how you say that. It's either Palasaguina or Palacaguina. Or Palacaguina. P L P A L A C A G U-I-N-A. That's a damn mouthful right there. I like that. Um, the Prode Co-op carefully supervises all phases of the coffee production and processing in order to ensure strict quality control. That's Fair Trade Nicaraguan coffee offers. Oh, this Fair Trade Nicaraguan coffee offers notes of dark cocoa, sweet black cherry, and a clean finish. All right. That's what it says on the website. But the bag right here says something a little different. And this caught my eye right here. It does say sweet black cherry. It's got the dark cocoa on there as well. But it says <laughs> straight up on the bag. It just says intense. And you guys will see that on the on the post on the IG page. But uh, I like that it gives you that, that fair warning. Yo, this one's intense. And this dark roast right here, I'm not going to lie. This is not for the paint... For the faint of heart <laughs> or the weak palated all right, let me go sip sip right here and uh see if I can maybe talk a little bit better mm-hmm mm-hmm, damn, yeah, dude, the taste right here, definitely, you know, I gotta get that dark cocoa um and and the intensity for sure. Uh, maybe my palate is not as refined, you know, as maybe it's not refined enough to get that cherry, the notes of the cherry. I don't get that in this, but this would go well with, uh, you know, some some chocolate-covered cherries. Those chukar cherries or chucker cherries, you know, the ones with the little bird. I don't know how to pronounce that word, but it's uh, C-H-U-K-A-R, I believe. Chukar cherries. Um, but anyways, yes. And they say on the bag here for this uh, dark roast, you know, the Red Rooster gives us the choice. says on the bag here, grind fresh, brew in device of your choice. All right. Well, dude, this, um, yeah, the intensity on this, <laughs> I just love that it. it says intense on the bag right here. Um, it's almost like a espresso-like when when drinking. The, you know, it's got a little bit of that, um, that zing on it, you know, every little sip. But I should mention, they, these beans are probably like... I remember I opened the bag, and uh, these are some of the like prettier beans I have seen. I don't know. Pretty beans? <laughs> like They almost look fake when I opened the bag. I thought I was getting faked out here for a second. But uh, no, I'm definitely caffeinated. Let's move on to the brew style here. And we hit it, of course. If it's our choice, dealer's choice, hey pour over and the drip of course uh or sorry pour over and the uh french press did a you know about a a thousand mls aka about one liter of water for both of those uh serving a couple people not all for myself and um the i did about you know that that more coarse grind for the french press about a medium fine grind. These do grind up very easily, so uh, it was a, I almost overdid it for the uh, pour over. But both of them about a liter of water, and uh, that's A.K.A. about like thirty four, I think, fluid ounces, or thirty two fluid ounces, thirty three, something like that. And um, and then hit it with about you know eight to ten scoops, uh, tablespoons of the ground up beans, which if you're weighing that out, it's something like I think it's like five five grams or six grams per tablespoon. So it's something like um uh, you know what is that? Quick maths, quick maths. Um it's about 40, 40 grams. Forty grams. Is that right? Is that right? Did I do that right? Yeah about 40, 45 grams. Um, of the of the beans of the of the coffee beans already ground up so that with a little bit of some hot water right here we're about sea level so you know boil that sucker up around like 210 degrees or something to 212 fahrenheit not sure what that is celsius but uh pour that sucker over those beans nice and slow just make sure you get every bean covered and uh this this uh this is made a really good cup of joe right here. Let me get another little sis sip. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude. This? Bomb. I would give that probably like a little bit like a medium, medium acidity uh, for this dark roast. And um, dude, all in all, red rooster, throwing down, throwing down, Dude. Love it. Um, And this bag that it comes in. Now, the appearance and packaging. Y'all know. Stand-up zipper pouch. I'm all for it. I love it. I love it. Resealable, dude. Keep those beans nice and fresh, dude. Everyday freshness. Uh, The colors on this (laughs) bag, though, I don't know. It's not really my thing. There's a lot of orange and then, like, some... Some uh, kind of shadowy-looking things here. I don't know. the The idea is there. I can see it. The execution on the colors, I'm not really vibing with. Not gonna lie. There's a nice scenery though. We got the mountains. It looks like here, which I'm assuming is the landscape of Nicaragua. And um, yeah, it doesn't really doesn't really strike me as Virginia, <laughs> although I've never been there. But there is a single road here going up to the top of the mountain. Where's it going? Uh, Maybe, uh, you know, only one way in, one way out. Only those that truly love the coffee have access to it, you know. And it's got a nice little logo. They got the red rooster. I mean, it's a white rooster. It's a rooster. They got a rooster on here. And I like that they say on here, you know, we already know that they are uh, very um, conscious about our planet here is, it says as part of our ongoing commitment to the environment this packaging is made from 99% plant-based renewable resources and it's 60% compostable nice and uh, yeah they got they got everything on here man this is this is a solid ass cup of joe that i got right in front of me and the appearance and packaging a little bit different colors but in my opinion but uh all in all all in all, dude, love it. And the beans coming from Nicaragua, I'd look like look this one up, and um, they uh, they're highly sought after. That sounds like Nicaraguan coffee beans considered one of the most competitive coffees globally for its good quality and complex flavor. That came out in uh, twenty twenty last year. Um, it says here, which is well balanced and pleasant. This is pleasant, uh, although. I would not recommend this if this is like your first go around. You know, if this is your first time trying some coffee, maybe don't try this one. Maybe don't try this one. It might put you off of it a little bit because it is a little intense. It's a little, a little bit more, uh, a little punch in the face, you know, but it'll wake you up. Dude, I'm awake. I'm awake. Dude, all right. I'm rambling here. Let's, (laughs) let's move on and get into the next section of the show. Uh, Keep the good vibes rolling and, um, We will see who won the fifth ever caffeine giveaway and what they chose. All right. So stay tuned. Let's move into that now. All right. And we're back. We're back. And, um, you know, let's just get right into it. The moment we have all been waiting for. Who is the winner of the fifth ever caffeine giveaway giveaway? Let me get a drum roll, please, for the winner of this coffee. We got Lumbo underscore 13. Yeah, congrats, Liam Posadas. Way to go, way to go, way to be, way to be. I like to, I like that uh, that competitive nature that you got in, in you, uh, pulling out that dub, okay? And uh, I don't care what anybody says, all right? You worked hard for that. You worked hard for that. Thank you for participating in the giveaway. And what did Lumbo choose? We chose... Oh, sorry. That was a little bit loud. We chose the Dark Roast from Ladro Coffee Roasters, the Diablo. That was a uh, last episode, episode 24. And that's a magnificent choice. That's some organic, the most renowned Dark Roast from Ladro. And... um. And that was actually one that I had tried in the uh, in the percolator. Also did a pour over with that one. I would recommend the pour over. And uh, if you get your hands on a percolator, maybe try it in the percolator. I don't know, or French press, whatever you prefer. Whatever you prefer. Uh, the um, a, a little shout out, a little shout out from Lumbo. Wanted to shout out this really cool project. And uh, he actually put me on this. Thank you for putting me on this. It is the Ocean Project. I don't know if some of you out there might have heard of that. Uh, or Ocean Cleanup, actually. It's called The Ocean Cleanup. It's a nonprofit organization developing advanced technologies to rid the oceans of plastic. Check them out. Check them out. It's a great cause. It's on. Uh, they are on Instagram here and you follow the link. And it takes you to their uh, web page here. They actually have a podcast, too. The podcast is called Pioneering Offshore. And it's on, uh, I think it's on Spotify, it looks like, here. From the looks of their website. They got a bunch of cool stuff on this website. There's this plastic tracker that I actually, I hopped onto this website. And checked it out. And, dude, you, might, you guys might have seen before, like, uh, those videos or those pictures of those um those uh like islands of trash just like floating around in the ocean if you haven't it's very sad because then you see all these little creatures you know all the the, aldea uh like turtles and stuff getting stuck in them and you see the pictures with the turtles with the straws up their nostrils heartbreaking but this plastic tracker kind of puts things in perspective. It's kind of crazy. Like, uh, so I go in here and I type in Seattle, Washington, and it loads up, you know, and then it zooms into the map and it goes Seattle, Washington. And then the trajectory of like trash, if it were to fall into the ocean um, and where it would go. And then there it goes, it goes like up towards Alaska, goes all up and down around the coast. And then uh, it settles Comes back down into this big area that is known as, I guess, the Northern uh, Pacific, or no, the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. What? And then there's the South Pacific Garbage Patch. And I didn't realize there these things were all over the all over the world. There's the Indian Ocean Garbage Patch, the South Atlantic, and then like the biggest one it looks like is the North Atlantic Garbage Patch which is um man that's just like there's just so much trash out there but this so it says like this trash if it like dropped off here in Seattle it travels like 75,000 kilometers and then settles in this the great pacific garbage patch which is uh that's a long way to travel man that's and it's just gross. It's just gross. So, anyways, yeah, ocean cleanup. The ocean cleanup is what it is. It's called. Um, so check them out. There's there's a spot on their website that you can, um, you can uh, donate on there. They got different merch, which it sounds like all the merch that they have. Uh, it, it looks like they have like sunglasses and stuff that are made of just like 100% um, plastic from. The like these garbage patches that they, uh, you know, make into these pretty cool-looking glasses here, and 100% of the proceeds of these of, of of their merch goes towards the continuation of the cleanup, uh, wh- which is awesome. I wonder how many teams or how many people, like, volunteer. How do you volunteer? There's gotta be a link on here to, to see if you can volunteer. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, so just check them out, uh, they're doing some great stuff, thank you for, to everybody that's involved in this, and, um, thank you, Liam, thank you, Liam, for participating in the giveaway, that coffee's gonna be coming your way, um, uh, looking forward to hearing your thoughts on that, and, uh, thank you for putting us on this, uh, this ocean cleanup project, because, uh, I think it's very important that we, dude, that's a thing, it's like, it's just for it's our convenience right like the water bottles we use like all these different plastic things that are non recyclable also for the longest time not gonna lie i uh um not the best about putting the recycling stuff in the recycle bin or the compost but that was cuz like i never knew like growing up we didn't do Like we didn't have recycle bin, garbage, compost. We had like animals, so we would like just throw the compost. Oh, hello. How's it going? Looks like we have a an intruder in the in our midst.
1: How y'all doing,
0: (laughs) What's up? All right. I was just talking about uh, the Great Ocean Cleanup. uh zesty Zoe, b in the house and it's kind of weird uh, running into you here yeah okay (laughs) what was i saying i was saying something i was just talking about something um the great ocean cleanup have you Mm. heard of that you know what i'm talking about
1: i do though that's pretty cool um you know they do just because you showed me here earlier
0: yeah well that's because liam showed me (laughs) there's um but you've seen those videos, right? Or mm-hmm. you've seen those pictures of like all the, yeah. all the garbage patches all around the world? Like,
1: yeah, you know what I'm talking about? just too much.
0: There's like the plastic that's like yeah. floating around everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the. No,
1: there's oh. microplastics and.
0: Oh, what is that? I don't even know what that just, is. just
1: like little pieces of plastic that, like, due to like the breakdown and then, like, um, also when you do laundry, mm-hmm. you're uh washer and dryer doesn't capture all of it doesn't um filter it out of the water so like for um like fleece and is it fleece other uh types of materials they have they're like made from plastic Mm -hmm. and it gets put back into the water system and then if we like drink it um, if we don't have, like, a proper water filtering system, where it's essentially ingesting a bunch of microplastics, and we don't really know what the effects are on the human body. But it's probably not good, because it's plastic.
0: Wait, but this... So, wait, these are... These microplastics?
1: hmm Just, like, little, They're going into the... They go into the ba- water. They go, into they
0: the go water. back into the ocean. Okay, yeah, so they, they, then they just end up... Dude, that tracker thing?
1: Yeah. That, we to talk about um,
0: that. I was kind of showing you? Mm-hmm. Well, no, I, I just... But it just shows, so, like these little microplastics are traveling like 70 80 thousand yeah. miles kilometers yeah and then ending up in the stomachs of our little yeah, sea turtle friends yes, sorry little fellas but it's also big like
1: us too like we're eating children yeah but, like drinking water oh back into like tap water and yeah, stuff yeah yeah oh yeah.
0: damn sorry i didn't Dude.
1: explain that very okay well everybody all,
0: well just make sure that you're not uh, just don't drink
1: water <laughs> don't
0: drink that's probably Sorry. really loud <laughs> with your iced coffee, your raspberry iced coffee. Mm-hmm. What'd you do right there? Tell the people what that is. Actually, i tried it. It's pretty good.
1: Well, yeah. given that the coffee this week um, is so intense and it just kind of tastes like chocolate. Ah,
0: it's intense, huh? I told you.
1: I thought it would be good to do guys. some vanilla almond milk and then also a splash of raspberry syrup. And I will say it kind of tastes like like a chocolate raspberry latte. It's really good.
0: Yeah, chocolate raspberry latte. That's a good <clears> way <throat> of describing it. And it has to be iced. I defense. don't
1: drink hot coffee. Even when it's winter.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I get it. There's some people it's that refreshing. only like the iced coffee. That's fine. But it's a, like the flavors of a, just a salt. Like if you're going to have iced coffee, I feel it. I like iced coffee too. But like with a cold, like a cold brew, you know that you, and then you put some ice mm-hmm. into the glass or something like that. But I want to taste these. You know, it's an art. It's an art. It's a skill. Time and effort, hours, countless time and effort went into making this right here, this cup of joe. Yeah, you know, disrespect that, dude. Yeah, you know, like disrespect cold. the art form
1: i just like it cold it tastes refreshing
0: yeah i guess it's and easier it's to digest easier to drink when it's warm
1: though uh these are it's easier for me to chug it it's when it's cold air. yeah which is yeah. not yeah. necessarily
0: good that's but, true you know, yeah whatever i feel that all right well hey we got a special guest on the show here what's up how's it going what's good with you what was what, 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 i was gonna say something and then you rudely interrupt dude you just come <laughs> in here you buzz down the door you interrupt the flow you just come in here with your disrespectful iced coffee <laughs> jeez, causing a ruckus breaking eardrums what the heck man what sorry the heck? i, I got, was getting cozy over here i was bored yeah. in the bedroom so okay well uh let's talk a little bit about these dude okay here's the thing how do you guys feel about putting up decorations different times of the year for like how do you feel about halloween decorations when should they go up because we already got some halloween decorations going up around these parts which i was Uh, like no dude put that back in the the box here's the
1: thing here's the thing
0: tell me yeah tell the what what's your what's your
1: i would love to put
0: (laughs) you do this every year (laughs) Every freaking year. I
1: would love to put up decorations starting September 1st.
0: September 1st? For October?
1: For Halloween. It's
0: not even the month yet.
1: But someone won't let me. Um, But I I love decorating. And for Christmas, I always do it like November 1st. So as soon as Halloween ends, I.
0: You put Jump the turkeys up. You put the, I you know, the little be... gobble gobbles on the wall and stuff like that. No, do ask the teachers out there. Teachers. I don't have any. If you're a teacher out there, when do you put decorations up? Let me know because I don't ever remember going into class and it being being september and seeing skulls on the ground dude
1: i like having you're
0: confusing the children
1: i well thank god i don't have any um no, you're
0: confusing the also, henry's
1: i like to have decorations up for as long as possible because i like to really enjoy them and i think it looks cute and there's for example i'm going
0: to talk towards the mic right here it might be like for, well, you for example, have
1: poles, i have little sweet pumpkins i have this uh skeleton that's doing a yoga pose um, I kind of
0: like that one That was cool
1: Yeah it's super cool And then I have little Sugar Skull candles And place I fucking mats. hate
0: that cat That and cat is gross And I have this gross.
1: Taxidermied cat His name is it's Alfred Disgusting <laughs> Henry's afraid of him afraid really of him But I think it's really funny It's hilarious
0: Because <laughs> they're the same size Just about
1: Yeah And it looks Startlingly real It's not actually taxidermied It's a uh, For some reason When I was like Eight years old I went with my dad To this uh halloween decoration shop and i picked it out even though it's really terrifying i think we should post a picture of it on instagram
0: nobody needs to see that
1: i think they do it's pretty no. it's cool i like it
0: dude that actually one time actually <laughs> scared the shit out of me one time in the before we moved into the last apartment it was like it was dark <laughs> i don't know i like got up it was early you know didn't have my cup of coffee yet so i wasn't totally with it And I thought, I didn't hear Henry get up and like follow me out of the room. And so I was like walking and I saw this out of the corner of my eye in the living room. And I was like, Henry, and nothing. And I was like, Henry. And then I heard Henry from like behind, like back in the room. And I was like, holy shit, what is that? Because I didn't know that you had put it up out there. Because it was September and it shouldn't have been out there. Anyways...
1: I disagree with
0: you. That's, you know, that's fine. In general. And also about this. And Don't be surprised if you see some of these uh, things go missing. I don't know. I don't know. I just think there's a time and a place for everything. And right now, it is not spooky season yet. It is. I love spooky season. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But right now, you know, I guess, I don't know. What are September... What are September... uh, Like decorations. What is that? Like
1: cut like leaves and Leaves? Like Like, leaves like orange leaf decorations and like pumpkins. Pumpkins are appropriate for now. Really? Yes, as soon as pumpkin spice lattes become available at Starbucks, you can start decorating See,
0: that's pumpkins. the thing, I don't know, Starbucks also jumping in the gun on pumpkin no, spice
1: they're just taking When's advantage the first day of, of fall? people's
0: When's the first day of fall? I guess favorite. that's fine
1: uh, September 20-something
0: Okay, see, we're not even there we're, yet We're,
1: like, almost there
0: Yeah, but it, you know, whatever You know what did just happen? And these, sh- actually, these oh. skulls remind me of that So, we can keep the sugar skulls up The, uh, it reminds me of, um, like, Dia de los Muertos, because that's what this is about, right? These placemats? Dude, first day of
1: fall is Wednesday the 22nd.
0: Wednesday the 22nd. Hey! (coughs) HBD, Joshy boy. That's the same day, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Um. We're
1: almost there, so literally, I just decorated, like, four days early, so.
0: Yeah. Four days too early, if you Um, ask me. No, but I like these sugar skulls. These are cool. Um, It reminds me of Dia de los Muertos, the motherland, which also just had Independence Day recently. And, you know, one thing I was thinking about that I'm bummed out and I don't know enough about is the Mexican Independence Day. I was looking it up and, like, because, like, the Independence Day here, like, you know what? What was Independence Day to hmm. you in the United States of America?
1: Um, like, mostly it's just an excuse to drink copious amounts, barbecue, wear red, white, and blue.
0: Barbecue, yeah, you wear you the know, colors and I, you, everybody parties and it's like, yeah, fireworks, people blow yeah, stuff up.
1: Which is like.
0: I think we've lost the way of like what the OG. Yeah. You know, like people like risk their lives, put that shit out there, right? So I was looking it up. And um it was like eighteen something. Eighteen something the uh the war for independence for Mexico was like eleven years and uh it started the morning September sixteenth in uh eighteen ten. And it was all it sounds like highly like Religious base, like there was this priest Miguel, Father Father Miguel Hidalgo. Uh, He named this day Grito de Dolores, and that was like the kickoff of the 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 battle for independence. From what though? Like I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Eleven years. Dang, it was almost eleven years exactly. So it was, it ended on the 27th of September, 1821. 1821, dude. 1821. Think about that.
1: Well, that's That's 200 200 years years ago.
0: Almost exactly 200 years ago. That's wild. 200 years. What do you think? If you just all of a sudden, (laughs) oh, here's a thought.
1: If you had a button.
0: Yes. No, 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 no. The people aren't ready for that but <laughs> <laughs> if you yeah if you just imagine yourself 20 to ooh, you good right there mm-hmm. what's happening is that probably that iced coffee no what's that were you about to cough
1: no
0: you have something stuck in your throat
1: no C- continue talking okay
0: imagine 200 years ago boom all of a sudden you wake up it's today and then you thought it was like normal time you wake up in your cozy little bed but as soon as you open the door out your apartment, you like are two hundred years in the past. What I, do you do?
1: I would honestly have fun.
0: What do you do? What do you do? What would you do? Like, what
1: because
0: um, you think okay. about like geographically, you stay here, like you stay right here in this location, well, like so Seattle. There probably bears have, and shit just right outside. No, they two
1: hundred years probably underground. Oh, Seattle. Yeah, was it around two hundred years ago. You think? I think so. Let's
0: take a look here. I'll look at well.
1: It up. The Seattle Underground Tours showed me that, you know, it used to be, God. like, a whole story.
0: <laughs> Bless you, Henry.
1: Henry, I'm telling the story. God. Um, we used to be, like, down lower. And then there was a great fire, and then they just built on top of that. So if I were to wake up 200 years ago, or whenever that was, that the city was down lower... Um, I don't know. That'd be kind of what our are... what? Okay, so yeah, logistically, <laughs> I open. Is it the bedroom door? You open
0: the door, dude. Just don't think about it too fucking. You just you just fucking open the door. <laughs> you open the door, and does, then that's it. Does and then the building
1: exists. And then you, you to, like, turn around, and then the when out? you turn
0: around, your apartment is two hundred years ago now. So it doesn't matter. You're just two hundred years in the past. Don't okay. think about it too hard. You're not gonna have blenders. You know, no. you're not going to have a fridge.
1: So you're saying everything they have modern fridges? would disappear mm-hmm. so the apartment wouldn't... Disappear. I
0: mean, probably. Yeah. You're 200 years in the past. <laughs> you got to figure it out. I
1: can't wrap my head around this. Um, okay. Well, um, first things first, I'd probably look really weird wearing normal clothes, like modern clothes. So I'd probably go try and find, like, a clothes maker. A clothes maker?
0: I, a, uh, a merchant? Yes. Is that what it is? No.
1: A seamstress. A seamstress. I'd probably go. I go straight that. for
0: the blacksmith, dude. I
1: would. uh that's a good point. I would also I'd probably my weapons arm on myself that. as yeah. well. And then I would. I don't know. Just go like walk around and see if there's any like.
0: <laughs> just go peruse. I'd go
1: see if there's any like good food. Because I'm curious as to like what it would taste like back then. It
0: tasted like probably dog like, doo doo. That's what. It's
1: probably like stew and I don't know chili.
0: Let me. Sorry to interrupt your story, uh, which is very stimulating. By the <laughs> way, thank you for sharing that. Um, when the C- C- city of Seattle was founded, eighteen fifty one. Oh. So.
1: But that doesn't mean I don't there wasn't anything if, here before then.
0: Oh yeah, I guess it could have just been like towns or. Yeah,
1: it might have been like. Oh, okay. So then I'd go find a tavern, like a, like a
0: little, like a little.
1: I'd go find a tavern.
0: Ooh, what do you think the oldest saloon? You think that? Oh, dude. I think I've been to the oldest saloon. And I was there with Jesse and Tyler.
1: What, Owl and Thistle?
0: No. The one that's called, I think it's just called the OG Saloon. Or, like, the old saloon. It's right there on 1st Ave. And there's, like, this big... We we had a discussion about this while we were there. and
1: like, Pioneer Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Mm -hmm. like,
0: right there in Pioneer Square. Because that's, like, the earlier, like part of the city right yeah. pioneer square
1: yeah like that's also where the underground tours are so mm. they take you like right under pioneer square where there was like actual like that yeah Murder. So that's, that's where like the city originated oh well yes also the red light, movie red light district
0: that movie we just watched that movie what was mm-hmm. that movie called where they went underground it takes place oh, in seattle malignant. and it's like malignant everybody that is a
1: batshit crazy movie it's pretty
0: messed up it's, it's cool. wild. It i actually cool. really enjoyed
1: it even though it's like over the top and kind of campy and just, yeah. If but you it, like, I think it like does that on purpose. You know, it's not like it's, it's kind of making fun of itself. It's not.
0: Right, right. If you like scary movies, check out *Malignant* on
1: HBO. Max. HBO.
0: It's only on HBO. Mm-hmm. HBO. And Max. Oh, and in theaters. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty wild, and it uh, it all takes place in Seattle. There's these cool like uh, drone shots or like helicopter shots of like the city, and then they go into this the Seattle underground tour. And uh, I'm pretty sure I saw this being filmed one time. Yeah, pretty damn sure.
1: Well, okay, on so the way they did. They do go to Beacon Hill. We yeah. used to live on Beacon Hill right by the pack tower and you actually you see that in the movie which is super cool. Right. The funniest thing to me though is they're like I'm on Beacon Hill. I'm looking at the blah 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 hotel. Yeah. And it shows this <laughs> like weird old-timey hotel and I was like that some is not Some big ass building. That's not in Seattle.
0: Although it might be. I mean, we don't know. No, I, I don't You think don't so. think so? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe not. Also, Maybe it used like, to be.
1: Some of the like the police precinct I was like, "Oh no, that one's been gutted. Like that <laughs> it doesn't look like that."
0: <laughs> I don't know. They did a- I I like it. It was cool though. It was, a cool movie. it was
1: just cool. Like the the layout of Seattle is a little confusing to me.
0: Yes, I but- agree. I agree.
1: But anyways, all that to say, what were we saying? Oh yes. 200 years ago.
0: 200 years ago. Do you think you would have survived?
1: I think Do you think so. you would have thrived. I'd like to think it'd be Or kind you of- would
0: have died. Sur- <laughs> survive thrive or die
1: i think I would. that's thrive. the options
0: you think you would thrive
1: uh i've watched outlander so i guess
0: i guess i would want to think like i would want to think that i'd survive and thrive but i very well might have just died i don't, I don't know. think
1: so like given our modern knowledge and like kind of understanding of history
0: (laughs) now here's a step further imagine if you just go you just go straight dummy like you just go straight into like you forgot (laughs) everything you know and then just like go straight into 1821 and that's all Um, the knowledge you have no uh, no sign yeah because you would actually we would probably be considered witches like they'd be like who the hell what the get out of here okay
1: so that's what happens that's what happens in outlander
0: i know what Oh. Yeah,
1: yeah, she gets almost burnt at the stake because they figured out that she wasn't from current
0: time because she ran back in the and she was <laughs> and also, also from the forties too, right? Like not even yeah. like modern, modern.
1: And she also like she she had some really weird like like uh, slang or like.
0: Mm-hmm. and they're
1: like what that's one of what the reasons that? i
0: can't i couldn't get into like that type of show It's just like these fools i don't understand a single thing that they're they're saying well, and then I'll, i ugh. strongly dislike reading subtitles
1: scottish accent because then
0: i can't like focus on the cinematic you know i don't know that's just me that's just me everybody out there got their own thing and um, but anyways one thing i really want to talk about and uh, uh, I'll I'll ask for your input and you to chime in on this because shout out to um, Jenna one of my good friends colleagues and throwing it down on the Adobe Illustrator helping your boy out some exciting news we got coming very soon so everybody stay tuned uh, we got some hot merch options dropping some gdo good days only some uh, sip sip action you know so you can uh, rep it out there and uh, start the conversations put some people on some good ass coffee and uh you know just all around all around good vibes so wanna yeah yeah i guess that's the big announcement just uh keep your eyes peeled and make sure to to stay tuned on the Instagram page to see some pictures and, and some different options that we are playing with on the uh, on the Illustrator app because they look pretty sick if I do say so myself.
1: Yeah. Uh, I would I concur. It's very, very nice. Some of them are very pretty. And I could see them looking really nice on, like, a sweatshirt or t T-shirt. I was or thinking,
0: like, stickers. Coffee mug. Coffee mugs. Sticker,
1: yeah. Yeah. So I we got like a lot stickers. of
0: options. Um, maybe, you know, drop a comment or uh, slide into the GDO DMs. <laughs> Shoot an email to podcast at gmail.com. And uh, what, what merch ideas or thoughts you guys have about things that you w- would want to sport. Um, you know. Because it's all about it's all about the community. Everybody, all of us. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Um, sick. It's a good, good little, good little combo. Thanks for hopping out here mm-hmm. and joining us, mm-hmm. Henry. Of course. Anything to add? Nope. Before we forget, we got to do the GDL playlist for the week and uh, something. So shout out to Ruth mm-hmm. and Flor. Because uh, they came up here, uh, my sisters came up here from across the state, dude, driving hours. Uh, and they came up for a concert uh, the, that, that inspired us to listen to this music pretty much all night last night. And uh, the artist that we're talking about, none other than Maluma. Mm-hmm. You guys might know Maluma. Because it sounds like he's been around for a long time. I didn't know until yesterday that he's been around for a long time. He's like twenty seven. He's been in the game for like what eight nine years or so. Mm-hmm. So he's around our age. He's doing big things. Most recently, he popped off within the last like year or two, um, but has collaborated with a bunch of very known artists. Uh, J Balvin being one of those uh, artists. A lot of his music is uh, you know in Spanish. But it's funny. It's kind of like, uh, you could, we were talking, we were discussing this yesterday. What would you call that? Like not reggaeton, but not like. He
1: said it was like, um. Bachata. Yeah, but it's not like
0: not completely bachata, so it's yeah. kind of a mix of all these things like bachata, hip hop, like
1: mm-hmm. um, it's nice with some
0: reggaeton, some some like cumbia kind of undertones. So it's very like uplifting and uh, like
1: even like the happy... sad songs. Well,
0: that's the thing I was gonna say the uh, the sad songs. So kinda. pretty much all of the songs are a just sad. talking about sad shit like heartbreak. Or like, you know, his girl cheating on him and just whatever, you know, sad stuff. But it's got this really cool bass line and this cool, like, these cool drums. So it just makes you want to groove and move. Uh, But I think that's a lot. That's a lot of, like, Spanish songs. Like, a lot of those.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: You know. And I don't really know
1: what they're (laughs) saying a lot of the time. But I, like, last night when we were listening, I... I was kind of just you know groove into a song,
0: and then they're like, "Oh, this is so sad," and I was like, "Really?" I'm tearing up
1: it's over sad. here, crying. <laughs> it sounds pretty nice, but
0: okay. <laughs> hmm It reminds me of like Zumba, Zumba songs, or what is that thing mm-hmm. that your mom does? Not Zumba.
1: Jazzercise. Jazzercise. They yeah.
0: should get some. Uh, they should get some Maluma in there.
1: Yeah.
0: Also, another cool thing, Maluma. The name Maluma is an ode to. His family, so his bird name is juan, Juan something, mm-hmm. and he um his his family is like his mom, his dad, and his sister, I think, yeah, like, like one's thinking. name is Manuela and Luis and something else. uh let me look it up real quick. Juan Luis Londoño Arias is his first, his full name. But, uh, oh, he actually started very young. At the age of 16, he began recording songs. And yeah, so 11 years actually. Born January 28, 1994. Hey, Capricorn season. Let's You're go. 28? Yeah. What's no, this? Cap, baby. Well, huh? It's an Aquarius. Oh, Aqu- yeah, well, never mind. Then. Aquarius. Wait, are you an Aquarius? Yeah. What am I? You're a, I'm Capricorn. a Capricorn. No cap. That's yeah, right. Yeah, because you're early. That's right. You get it right. You're right, early right?
1: January and then I'm late
0: Oh, but what about with the new change?
1: I don't acknowledge
0: that. Oh, so you don't? So you just don't believe in science anymore? No. You don't believe the scientists, the experts?
1: Throwing that, in that out the, the window. Huh?
0: Yeah, what was the new one?
1: It's uh, cool. I honestly don't remember, but I identify as an Aquarius, so I'm going to stick with that.
0: Okay. <laughs> is it just because? Is it just because? Your when it changed,
1: then it, I wouldn't have been. You would have been
0: because what? What would you have been then? It, would have been, I, right? it, it would have been everything. Capricorn, right? Because it kind of shifted everything. Something about like in December. I
1: honestly or... don't remember. I will have to look it up, but I didn't. Ag- I didn't agree with it, so I. I'm not acknowledging it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that's, pack, that's how. <laughs> if you don't agree with something,
1: just disregard.
0: Yeah the okay wait so but the the re- maluma's name his stage name is the first two letters of his mom's name father's name and sister's name so his mom's name marley or mari m a r l l i cuz he's colombian so i don't know if cuz they speak portuguese in colombia mhm yes um if the double l's in Portuguese, are.
1: Mar, I think
0: they might be G, like G. Margie. Mm, yeah. Maybe. I'm probably know. not. I'm making that up. But um, <laughs> Marley is the mom's name. So M A. And then father's name is Luis, So L U. And then sister's name, Manuela. M A. Ma, Lu, Ma. So like that's that. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you, yeah that that's where his his stage name came from. Um but yeah, so we're going to that's going to be the GDO playlist for the week because that that's it's just some feel good music. Mm-hmm. You don't need to know what's happening. You don't need to know what he's talking about. <laughs> but also yeah, it time. might inspire you to want to learn Spanish, you know? Cuz you hear these melodies and they get stuck in your head and then you know uh like I was telling you this yesterday you know like uh, you know how to pronounce the words because you're pronouncing them how they're pronouncing them in the song, yeah. You know, and then once you know what the words mean, you learn a little bit of Spanish here and there. All right, uh, but okay. Any anything else that we wanna wanna throw out there into the world, um, into the ether?
1: I am just happy that it's uh, soup season and spooky season. Ah, soup
0: season. Soup season, I can get behind. Spooky season, not quite yes. yet. Yes,
1: anyways. But uh, I winter some, is coming. I made some really good tomato soup yesterday. And I was really pleased with myself.
0: Tomato soup.
1: Yeah. I'm uh-huh. going to try, since I'm gluten-free and should be dairy-free. Oh, I'm, zesty
0: Zoe B. Hit us with the sorry for interrupting, but hit us with the hit us with a recipe. Every time you're on here, you feel like that's gonna um, be the new thing. Anytime that you're on, you're hitting us with a recipe. Okay. How'd you make this tomato soup? So, let the people know. Everybody?
1: Okay, if you would let me.
0: Pull talk. out your pens. Oh, take notes.
1: Okay. <laughs> uh so what you do, I bought a bunch of tomatoes and then I kind of just quartered them. I would say I used probably ten Roma tomatoes. And then I cut up a red bell pepper. And then I roasted it in the oven at 450 for, I don't know, like 40 minutes. And then I already had some roasted garlic. You can also add onion if you want, but I didn't feel like it yesterday. So I just took the roasted garlic, roasted tomato, roasted bell pepper, threw them in the blender, blended it up real well. Put it back into a saucepan and then added some oat milk. Because I shouldn't have any real milk. And you couldn't even taste a difference. And then, of course, you got to season it with some...
0: But you could use different milk. You if could.
1: You I just think oat milk is the most neutral. You can't... Like, if you put almond or coconut milk, you might taste that Coconut's very
0: sweet. It's got a very distinct taste. Yeah. Smell. So tastes... I think oat
1: milk is the best choice. Also, it's a little bit thicker. So it makes it more creamy. Um, and then you do some chicken bouillon. Some red... Red peppers, um, added a little bit of citrusy garlic seasoning from Trader Joe's, and it was really good.
0: That's it? That's it. It's that's really easy.
1: It's super easy.
0: How did you like, so you just put them in some in the milk and just boil it? No. Oh.
1: If you were listening- Did
0: you already say that part? I already told the Sorry. recipe. Oh. Did you put it in the blender? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right.
1: I literally just said
0: that. Well, that's all for today, folks. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Love you all. Bye-bye. Mwah. Henry, wake up.